Welcome to Comics Experiment right here at the Comic Story and Channel, streamed live at twitch.tv slash comicstoryan every Thursday at about 2 p.m. Eastern. Things may look a little weird right now, right? And you may be thinking around like, who are all these people? Well, let me explain that to you. You guys know me because this is the Comic Story Channel, but that is Sal from Comic Pop. See, I'm pointing at my screen. I have no idea how Dylan's going to set this up because that's Dylan, one of our editors, and also on the What If Channel, uh, What If Show on our channel. Yeah. And someone you guys don't recognize, Des from Dope Spill Comics. We just had a great panel with him over at the At Home Comic Con, which is an event that was just put on at the At Home Comic Con channel over on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, one day I'll learn where that was located. Uh, we thought, you know what? This groundbreaking news needs to be discussed with him and Dylan immediately following the show. So today is a very special, very weird comics experiment. And today's episode is brought to you by Honey, discount searching Chrome extension. Get it free by going to joinhoney.com slash RNBE. Honey is a free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. But as usual, I'll tell you about them in the middle of today's episode. So... I want to try and make your cuts as clean as possible, Dylan, because of the oh, nature you. of today. Huh? Thank you. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will. I have four cameras to switch between this time, though, so I will. They will. There will be very clean cuts. Okay. I'll All be right. Able to make. <laughs> You'll just get Sal's face when I mess up things. I love Sal. Perfect. Sal, you're you're so good at at the uh, the like I'm on camera all the time and I don't know when I'm not going to be face. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good because like I know when I'm not going to show myself, so I can be like. <laughs> exactly. No, I'm. No I know it's does. rolling, and I, uh, I. Yeah. For me, I've done this so long that I just stopped caring. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh look, I'm on camera. So anyway, guys. <laughs> So, okay, you're probably wondering, why is this a weird episode? Why do we have Dylan? Why do we have Dez? What, what is going on? Where's Comics Experiment? First off, Comics Experiment has been on hold because of the COVID situation. Uh, I am all about trying to bring you guys a high-quality podcast, which was un we were unable to do during the situation. We have officially got a fix that involves the cat behind Dylan. <laughs> Don't speak. Is she? Where'd she go? Oh, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> now we officially got an answer. We're gonna send cameras and audio equipment to every one of our normal hosts. In that way, following this episode, you'll get a regular episode once again. Might look a little weird, but you're gonna get it. But our initial answer for this week's episode was on Tuesday. Sal and I filmed our show, Absolute Comics, in which we discussed the latest news on the comic book front. The latest news of the time was that Diamond was discussing shutting down until August, meaning no new comics being distributed until August, which was going to be bad for writers, Pretty artists, for everybody. YouTubers yeah. who make their money off comic yeah. books, uh, <laughs> of which there are four of here on the Today Show. <laughs> and then yesterday, as we were preparing the episode... Big news dropped to the point, and anybody who watches the show knows I don't like doing topical stuff, but this is big enough. We wanted to tell you about it ASAP. So yesterday, Diamond came out and announced that they will be trying to, trying to get back in stores by mid to late May. DC responded with, we'll be back April 28th with new distributors and new rules. And that is what we are here to discuss today, how that's going to change the market. Now, I do want to say one thing, because Tuesday, I made a big stink about how I made a tweet, and the tweet said that comics are changing, they're not dying, and I got in a huge Twitter argument with a bunch of people. I'll tell you what, I'm super bored right now. You want to argue on Twitter? This is the time to hit me? I have <laughs> nothing else. You got time for that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, but 
th- this is exactly what I was talking about. Comics are changing, and that's what we're going to mm-hmm. discuss today. Um, and don't worry, Des. We're going to talk about Dosebill towards the end. I know I didn't give you a proper intro, but we're going to talk about that's you. That's cool. So everyone, you've never been on our show, even though people have asked you for you quite for quite a while now. I appreciate it. So. Yeah. Oh, no. Thank you for being here. Thank you for finding the time. I know we had to time it perfectly after the Comic-Con thing, but it works, right? It works out well. Absolutely. (laughs) So, Sal, since I have been rambling my butt off for, god dang, 10 minutes, 30 seconds. I doubt that's all going to go in, but (laughs) yeah, probably not. But uh, yeah, man, let me me tell you, my, my Twitter blew up like yesterday because that was when we got all this news and... I was tweeting it like as it was happening and as I got more and more information about what was going on about DC and at the time of this recording, only DC, not Dark Horse, not Marvel, not Image, not Boom, anybody, just DC has announced that they I, are I like, I do want oh, to no. clarify, I did Google it to make sure yeah. that at the time of this recording, no big name came out and said anything. Oh no, so- if, we, if they did, we would have gotten a notification about it. The fact is only DC has made the determination. They're like, yo, here's our plan. One. Uh, screw Diamond. We'll still work with them if they want when they get back, but we have these two distributors, and the, these two distributors are going to handle the coastal distribution of DC Comics. So one distributor is going to handle the West Coast, the other, hand, the other one will handle the East Coast, which actually settles an argument we've had about the fact that like when both coasts kind of closed and had more strict COVID-19 responses... The comic book industry just went, oh, screw it, because like those are where the biggest sales are for retail comic outlets. My assumption is that those distribution houses will also like kind of meet in the middle and and disseminate the comics there there thereof. But uh, no, uh, for what I read, the West Coast house is also going to be catering to Midwest. There you go. Okay, so, so. the East Coast house will just do the East Coast, and then the the West Coast will handle that and Midwest. Um, it's interesting because they, they basically just said these two new distribution houses are going to do the distribution for us. And April 28th, here come the books on Tuesday, not Wednesday, Tuesday. Um, that was that was that was the big announcement from DC. Um, the amount of books that are being released, pretty small sampling. Not a big, but it's not all big names like I thought. I want to throw that no, out there. Batman 93 won't come out until June. Yeah. Huh. That's but we but we are getting away. other things like the dreaming, Daphne Byrne, Batman Giant, uh Hawkman, Hawkman Harley House Quinn. of Whispers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think Hawkman is coming out May fifth, actually, my bad. So well, April twenty eighth. So yeah. That's one thing I wanted to bring up. The, it, DC is not just coming out this Tuesday. Their plan is every Tuesday. From yes. this point forward, I cannot think of a time comics have ever changed the Wednesday release date. Not in our lifetime. No. Is there a like a I don't really know the history of the you know like new comic book day Wednesday. Is there a reason why it was Wednesday and, and kept being it, that way? I assume it's just be when they had one distributor they went, well, it's only going to be the one day and I distribute yeah. all the books and you you like retailers all got them on the same day, so we might as well put them out on the same day. Um this has incredible ramifications that I haven't really even had a chance to process yet. <laughs> the idea because like, because D- I thought they did it as an offset, like with, uh, cause usually like, uh, when stuff goes to DVD or digital, they come out around like Tuesday Yeah, and movies will come out, uh, a couple on Wednesday, but mainly Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's right. 
So I thought Wednesday was kind of like that opening spot mm. to release uh, comic books or some type of content to where people had a little bit of uh, air to breathe and, and make a purchase on a day where nothing else was coming out. That's certainly uh, a smart ma- uh, smart move. It was. It, I think it coincided with that really well. Uh, I don't know if it was I, I actually thought that but... was the reason, too. Uh, I agree with him on that. Because what, back when I first moved to Colorado, I would go get my new video games on Tuesday. Because this is back when they only came out on Tuesday. Right. So, <laughs> um, and then you had your comic books on Wednesday. Yep. Uh, Thursday I would do nothing, and then Friday I'd go see the new movie. Right, that, that, like mm-hmm. it was that was my week right. when I first came to Colorado. So yeah, yeah. Now, I mean, now for come they, out whenever they feel like it. Yeah, <laughs> it makes, I mean, it makes sense. It was a good plan, um, but that's over. And if you think that Marvel's going to go, yeah, Tuesday sounds good. We'll do that. Like, you're cra- there's no way, particularly if, because Marvel floods the market with like double the books than right. DC. So I feel like yeah, we we talked about this off mic, but the idea that uh, when we do hear from Marvel, I'll bet they have another release date, and it isn't going to be Wednesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. My idea was Marvel yeah. Monday or Monday Marvel. It just flows well. <laughs> yeah. It does have a ring to it. Right? Yeah. Now, that, that being said, I wonder um, how the retail market has responded to this, because you can imagine that retailers are, like, happy they're getting new books, but also kind of like, well, I used Tuesdays to kind of, like, put all the books out. Right. But now I got to basically have I got to dedicate an extra several hours of my day every day. Like if they, let's say they do it. Let's say Mon- Marvel Mondays, DC Tuesdays, and then everybody else Wednesdays. <laughs> um, that wild means, Wednesday. Yeah, wild Wednesday. <laughs> my assumption is and now now if I were a retailer, I'd be I'd be excited because it means that instead of me getting a big day on Wednesday, I have customers you pretty much out, yeah. every right. day. There's a new batch of customers. I mean, um, you got to think though, especially with most comic book stores who also dabble in like magic and D and D. D and D, you could easily put on your Thursday. You could put you could magic is typically done on Friday night. Magic has right. its name, and you would have a full week of people coming in for comics, cards, board games. Like yeah. it would just. And that's actually one thing I wanted to, I wanted to clarify. DC stated that. After surveying more than 2,000 stores across the U.S. and Canada, it's become clear that many comic book store owners are finding new and creative ways to get the books to the fans that want them. Now, this I agree with. This is part of what me and Sal were saying. When they shut down, it was like everyone, they're doing curbside delivery. They're yep. still delivering books out there. They're direct shipping the books. Yep. And Diamond just kept dropping the ball. I, I don't know how closely, Des and Dylan, you guys were following the Diamond situation. But every week was like a new knee-jerk reaction to the whole situation from Diamond. Right. Yeah. Uh, just to give you guys a recap, so you guys both know, and anybody in our audience who knows what's been going on with Diamond, when this first happened, Diamond just initially said, we're not shipping new books. We're not receiving them, which put DC and Marvel and everyone else in a hard place because they had nowhere to send the new books to. So yeah. DC, Marvel, and everyone else had to also shut down pro- production. Uh, following that, Diamond then came out and said, we're only going to pay back 25% of what we owe to the publishers. Uh, we're not, and we're going to defer the other seventy-five percent months down the line. Yep. Sal's theory was that way. If they declare bankruptcy, they don't have to pay for that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then they came back, and apparently Diamond was laying off most of their staff, but also reopening to empty out the warehouse. They weren't taking new product. They said they would ship out any old product that anybody ordered. Yeah. But since you couldn't get it to your house, you had to order it to. You couldn't get it to your store. You had to order it to your house. If you were a retailer, they were going to ship yes, it to retailers' right. homes, and then they would figure out what to do with the books at their yeah. houses. 
it, it, every week was like a new weird shady move from Diamond up yeah. to this point. And DC and Marvel just stayed quiet the whole time, yep. not saying anything. And then the latest was the them stating, okay, we're going to try to be back mid to end of May. Mm-hmm. And then DC just saying, ha we're done. Yeah. <laughs> now the other probably the right move. Much. Well, right. I, I wanted to get their opinions on this whole Diamond yeah, situation before. Yeah, unless you have something to add to the Diamond portion. Oh, um, no, not yet. Okay. What do you, so what do you guys think about that? The, 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 what led to this? I feel like the the they handled this situation like really poorly. I mean, and you guys talked a lot about this a lot in the Absolute Comics episodes, but like, I don't know how Diamond has been the sole distributor of comics <laughs> this whole time. Like, yeah. that's strange to me. Um, but you know, when when you're you're like stuck with a situation like this, it's it's like kind of upsetting that there weren't like this is a weird situation but that there's not a plan in place for something like this is worrying and and really like i'm sure woke up a lot of companies in dc especially to be like hey maybe we should distance ourselves from diamond i would hope right yeah (laughs) like it's probably time to either set up your own infrastructure or look into other companies that smaller comic companies have been using um yeah this this I mean, the, it's, it goes back to the whole, like, this whole COVID situation being, like, obviously a curse, but, like, it's, <laughs> there are some, there are some good sides to it as well. Right. Um, like, you know, like, Sal, you've talked about a lot, um, people, uh, like, companies realizing that, hey, maybe we don't need a giant office that people That's have to come hope. into yeah. every day, <laughs> um, and stuff like that. Like, you know, shows like this can happen at home and, and stuff. Um, You're just happy we invited you back. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's, 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 I hope this is a wake up call to, um, like, especially the big two. Um, and it looks like DC has, uh, they're on their way there. But I hope Marvel, like, follows suit and is like, okay, maybe let's diversify a little bit and, and not just stick with this one, like, not put all of our eggs in one basket. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about the whole thing, Dash? You got anything to add to this? Um, yeah, he just pretty much said what I was thinking as far as everybody putting all their eggs in one basket. And it's like DC is, is has been either looking for another basket since this one has been kind of, you know, tossing things side to side with uh, with all the issues that have been popping up over the past few weeks. Um, and it, it sounds like a, a good a good solution on DC's part. I'm not sure how I feel about the, the Tuesday release, um, but. I do think that it'll at least open things up to where if something happens to the one big basket, not so many people are affected. Yeah. Yeah. That's hope. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I mean, I agree. This was the wake up call in general. There's a lot of companies that I know that are just kind of changing their formats in general. They're testing out different things. I've one thing that Sal and I said on the episode that you can catch on the absolute comics channel, just because it will still go out there, but it's not coming over here. Um, We didn't understand why this was an issue. It's not like DC some mom and pop shop that has right. no access to distributors. <laughs> and the same thing with Marvel. Like I, two seconds of a Google, I found a du- Disney distributor that would just pass out comics. Like, mm-hmm. why is this even an issue? Like, yeah. doesn't doesn't Disney publish other books and other comics that aren't funneled through Marvel? Yeah, yes. it's like whoa, For, why? Well, it just demonstrates <laughs> that they don't 
understand what they have yeah. and they don't really care either because yeah. they're kind of just like well yeah yeah okay so that's the number one it's literally the number one western comic book publisher that we own but i don't trust them enough to be able to print like uh uncle scrooge or random <laughs> spider-man and avengers mm-hmm. books like what don't you know who you have <laughs> right like marvel it, it, who it, it, that's yeah. the movie company, right? <laughs> That's the brand I own. Yeah. Like, yeah, they also publish books. <laughs> nah, I don't care about that. Right. Um, the other thing that's interesting, and it's another facet to this whole thing, is that the two distribution houses that are coastally distributing these new DC books seemingly is owned by Midtown Comics. Interesting. Wait, are they? Yeah. Yeah, I think I heard rumblings of this. Now, that's a rumor, and I don't want to get too far away, but, like, according to the GoDaddy registries of both websites, which, by the way, were registered on the same day in the same week at the, like, from the same place. That is uh, genius on oh, wow. Midtown Comics' part. Midtown Comics is their distributor, basically. And Midtown Comics, of course, has been a comic book distributor, nationally at least, uh, for years, yeah. because... A lot of people buy their comics if they can't, if they don't have access to a store, uh, and they want still physical copies. You know they got they get them from Midtown Comics. Yeah, back a um a, a long time ago when I was still living with my parents and I didn't have access to a car. Uh, there was a period for like a month where I ordered floppies weekly from Midtown, and they would show up too. on on my doorstep, and that's that's yeah. how I got my comics for a while. Yeah, my my entire hush run is from Midtown Comics when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Midtown and, also handles the fulfillment of Marvel subscription copies. That's what yeah. that's what I was gonna ask because I remember back in the day I went on Marvel's website and and they had an option just on Marvel.com to buy comics and I was like, what? Who's distributing these? Yeah, and why aren't they just doing that? Right? <laughs> why, why even bother with Diamond? And it's like, like is it's it just so retailers away. can get one big box? Like, no. Yeah. It's like it's it you have to go to like the weird there's it's like one tiny hyperlink that's just text in the corner of one of the comic pages that's like you can buy this and it, it's not clear if it's physical or not but but <laughs> yeah, I wonder if you clicked on it like what would have happened like yeah, yeah it's very error. strange I'm going to find out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah let's buy some books right now um, um no that's that's really interesting and I, I, I wonder if part of their pitch was We'll get your books out on Tuesday. You'll be ahead of Marvel. Make us your only distributor. And we'll make two distributors. So there's two houses. So if something happens to one, you have another one. And Mm -hmm. we'll get you out a day ahead. Look, we're doing it with Marvel. And I guarantee you, Marvel's already talking to them. Right. There's no doubt in my mind, based on the complete lack of... It's so easy for a company like Marvel, or from anybody that for that matter, to re- issue a statement in response to this. And I know that there's no way that Newsarama, CBR, Bleeding Cool, and a number of other outlets didn't push Marvel for comment yesterday when all this was hitting the fan at like 10 in the morning, East Coast time. So there's no way that Marvel didn't know this was happening or were aware and couldn't have written some BS copy that said something like Marvel Comics is dedicated to the distribution of comic books and we're very excited about po- the possibilities that this presents but we're, right now Marvel Comics is not prepared to issue any kind of is not prepared to make any kind of determination yeah. at this time like we're really excited about what we're, what we're planning and please stay tuned like it, it could have been very simple but instead nothing yeah. which yeah. says to me that there's absolutely a, a, a meeting going on but the fact that DC was like yo here's the plan says to <laughs> me that it was not a a bipartisan deal, so to speak. Mm. Marvel and DC did not both come to the table and go, here's the plan, here's what we're going to do with the industry. That DC was like, here's what we're going to do with the industry. 
for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like right. there isn't even like a DC where they're like DC is saying this and they're like, and we're really excited about help about doing this with Boom and IDW. Like nothing, just DC. Well, there's there and is no a theory comment. going around. So there was a rumor happening that DC just was not renewing with Diamond. Right. So if that's true, and this is made up by Midtown, when did what's the date on that? Uh, when the cor- corporations are created. Do you have the date on that, Sal? Oh, yeah. I think it was April 8th. April, okay. Sounds to me like this was already in the talks. And once I, I have a feeling once Diamond officially said, by the way, we're not going to pay what we owe. Everyone's like, ah, yeah. You want to move forward with that other plan? That was day one. Yeah, no <laughs> way. When Diamond started to... Here's the thing. When Diamond defaulted on their first week's bills... That was probably when they started actually having a serious conversation about it. Yeah. Which, by the way, makes me crazy because, like, their conversation should have started when they couldn't get books to stores. Like, when Diamond closed and they went, shit, one company, right. Well, I like, will that say this. Was the in conversation the defense of that decision, had. Diamond has, for the most part, been okay. And yeah. if it, at, the, at the initial announcement of not taking a new product, they had nothing else set. Right. So you didn't know, oh, they're going to be back next week. You don't know. You know, <laughs> like, no, it's true. But like, well, and, but we did have to assume based on their location and the fact that like they're, um, that they're a business and not essential that like they were going to be closed at least for a few weeks. So that's, that's two to four weeks worth of no sales. Oh, I met this guy, the guy that owns Diamond. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he seems really weird. <laughs> I hope he's not watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that guy watches our podcast. Yeah. What do you think about this whole thing, Des? I know you're kind of new to the show, so you're not. You're just kind of listening in right now. But I want to give you some moments to talk here. What do you think about this whole thing? This. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It. It is a. It is strange time, strange situation. Um, but uh, I just hope whatever it comes to that it does. It, it does pull some type of solution from from Marvel or from Disney to, to have a solution for Marvel to distribute comics, um, because I, I still like to have that that option to get you know certain certain issues. Even though I'm digital for the most part, I still like the option to get certain issues on on a paperback. You know, and I know there's a lot of people out there who prefer all paperback issues. So it's the, really the sooner the better. As far as getting that out, and then overall having it at least uh, take away the hiatus of new releases as well. Like, uh, what was they saying before? Like August or something like that. Yeah, like well, like that's well, that was that was the original plan. Now it's like mid to late May. But, yeah, well, I think mm. it's because of the backlash they got when they said we might not be back till August, and everyone's like, "Are you?" And stupid? I think that was I think that was honestly a more like honest and realistic expectation like i right. think they were like we could lie and say may but we'd have to lie to them again after may comes up and we're going to be more like july and they're like no no no. if we well, say august it'll give us time to really prepare we can like set, get our ducks in a row and then we can like get ready to go like mid july right well so what i think was going on and i think this is actually the world as a whole as of uh, events happening with the covid situation uh everything is starting to reopen if you're unaware of that so yeah uh, New York and Pennsylvania have now put out, and this is at the time of this and when I last saw it, official decrees of like, you can go out and do certain things, but you need your mask. You have to wear a mask everywhere you go. Uh, Florida just reopened its beaches yesterday, and they said only for exercise, no sunbathing, don't hang out on the beach, followed immediately by selfies of everyone going to the beach and hanging out. Yep. Yeah, so you can't uh, go to the course. beach. Like, God. So you have to wear a mask at the beach, you're going to have like tan lines on your face. <laughs> 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 it's a new trend. 
Um, I know uh, multiple countries have reopened officially to get their economies going again. And so what I feel like when they announced August, that was still in the uncertainty of like, this could go months. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, and now we're starting to see what, what months would look like. And the world is like, we can't technically do that. But from the looks of things, they're just going to kill sporting events, concerts, anything over 50 people. Yep. They're going to keep it small people for the most part and social distancing for the next year, potentially. Because yep. uh, if you don't know, there's talks about San Diego Comic-Con potentially being either postponed or canceled for two Oh, it's over. Can't, San Diego ain't yeah. happening. I would no, say no, next year. Oh, yeah, no. Next yeah. year. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I read that. Uh, what was it? The, well, the governor suggested like I'll close it until ne- I'll close next year's too. I don't. You yeah. don't know. But yeah. I want to be prepared. Same deal it's though. Like that would kill the San Diego economy. I guarantee you, San Diego Comic Con will officially <laughs> move. Cool. Oh, yeah. You want to close next year? We got other places to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, two years in a row. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. So, but there was talks about uh, apparently twelve months to eighteen months is how long the vaccine's going to take to come out. So mm-hmm. until we have a vaccine, there uh, there's talks of them just leaving everything shut down that's over 50 people. And that's yeah. why there were, if 18 months would be October 2021, so that's why yeah. San Diego was like, we might push it till after that point mm. and yeah. go from there. But I think, I, I mean, everything as far as I've seen past August is just up in the air at the moment. Uh, I got yeah, an email yesterday because I go to the Colorado Symphony for whenever the, the Final Fantasy guys come through and do their concerts. <laughs> um, and I got the email that the one in Denver got postponed and it'll be got, they, they've planned it for January 2021. So I feel like two weeks ago there was talks about, oh my God, it could be a year and a half. Yeah. And now everyone's like, okay, how can we make this work? We can't yeah. just stay in our house for two years. <laughs> no, well, I mean, you can. It's just like you can't like – you can't have an entertainment industry after that. Yeah, you'll kill. I mean, what well, there's talks about AMC closing down for good. Um, well, they're, they're they file for, they're filing for bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, yeah. Um, yeah. But not Chapter Seven, which means liquidation. So, I mean, my assumption: every mass gathering that makes its money hand over fist every day. I mean, like the fact that Disney is now uh, stocks wise worth less than Netflix is a pretty big indication that like mass gatherings have taken a significant hit. Um, we will see that resurge when things get better, but for now, like they're taking such a hit that basically anybody who isn't Disney probably won't be able to weather it for two years. Right. Yeah. You know, so like and- zoos, you know, places that don't get public funding and places that places that don't have like tremendous. Disney has of cash. leveled back out. They've gone back up. Yeah. But no, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, and that's something I've been saying since the beginning. As much as I agreed with our, your early discussion, Sal, that we just need to shut down for a year, the economy can't take that. And the people, <laughs> the bigwigs aren't going to let that happen. So it's right. going to come down no, to personal right. choice of like, hey, are you scared of the virus? Don't go outside. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting to see how all of this is going on. But I think two weeks ago, August was like, oh, well, maybe that'll happen. you know. And now it's like, oh, wait. Things are starting up again. Like right now, Colorado, they're saying the 24th. Like mm. 24th, we're kicking it all back off unless they extend it again. I think that's very dangerous. I yeah, wouldn't agree with I that. Agree. That's a, yeah, no, I the 24th of, of what, April? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, that's way too soon. <laughs> have fun. <Yeah. laughs> Enjoy getting sick. No, thanks. I'll pass. I'm yeah. seeing if they have any other latest things, but the current stay-at-home quarantine is ending on the 24th. Because you know what I haven't seen? Like, I've seen I've seen legislators, I've seen governors, I've seen citizens saying, like, things are getting better. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen any medical professionals or members of the CDC mm-hmm. or who saying that. I've only seen people who have a vested interest in saying that saying that. 
And that says to me that they value their profits over my safety, and I'm going to take a pass on that one. Thank you. Like Same here. No. I'm just not going to do that. So, like, I, don't, I don't buy it until I get an official word from an actual trusted source. Right. What, what about where you're at? I don't know, I don't know how, what's the situation where you're at, Des. Are you, like, yeah. fully quarantined in? Are you, like, wearing a bodysuit to leave? Are you Purell bathing when you come home? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down here in Atlanta, and, I mean, for the most part, the, as far as what's shut down, there's a lot of things closing early. So stuff like grocery stores, they'll close around, like, 7 o'clock, uh, 7 or 8 o'clock. Same thing with, like, restaurants. Um but for the most part, there's there's still people out there moving around. Uh, anytime I run to the store, I do see a lot of people either trying to uh, either walk their dog or get some type of exercise or stretch their legs outdoors or something like that. Um, but for the most part, the, the only things that are really open are like the necessities, like either food for, for takeout or something, no dining, yeah. uh, or um, or grocery stores that I've seen. But for the most part, I've been I've been at home, so... Uh, that's just what I've seen like, like around the area. Gotcha. Yeah. So I got the article here for the, for the Colorado. April 26th, they're going to reopen certain things. They don't think restaurants and bars will, bars will open immediately, but they're going to start letting non-essential businesses restart. Mm. What does uh, that mean? With, with restrictions of putting people on different shifts, creating makeshift barriers to separate your employees, things like that. And basically what the governor is stating is, if that works, we'll continue to open things. And right. if it doesn't, we're going to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Only if you if it doesn't work and you have to go back, you got to go back harder right. because you essentially need to be able to go back in time and make it so you didn't make that boneheaded decision in the first place. If I have like in New Jersey, we have to wear masks if we go in a store straight up. That's how it is. Most grocery stores, their policy is you can't come in unless you're wearing a mask. Yeah. For me, that says it ain't getting better. If well, I have to if I am mandated to protect myself to go to a place that two weeks ago I didn't, that does not say getting better to me. That says that they've come up with new precautions to make people feel safer, but it doesn't actually have a quantifiable solution. And if I have to wear a mask to go to the movies, for example, I don't feel safer. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I feel like the mask situation, because like I said, New York, uh, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, they're starting to put out these mandates to yeah. wear masks. I feel like on one hand, because it's, it's, it's not as effective at stopping things as everyone likes to think it is. It is, it is going to stop certain things. It's not like... It's better a, than nothing. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's better right. than nothing. Um, but I think part of the everyone wear a mask situation is to one... Because like I always joke around with Natalie, she's like, "Oh, I'll put a mask on. And I'm like, well, unless somebody comes up and coughs on me, first I'm going to knock them on, knock on the ground. Secondly... <laughs> yeah. I should be mostly safe, but I think it's for the people who will run up and cough. Like, yeah, you're going to have those psychos who are going to do stupid things. They're going to cough mm -hmm. on the food and things like that. Um, and I also think it's to keep you aware we're not back to normal. If everyone's right. wearing a mask when I go outside, even if you say we're back to normal, don't look normal to me. But we, yeah. we are back right. to normal. You know? <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, and in and in, uh, in Asian countries and uh, and and in certain areas here in Jersey, like I see people like wearing masks when they're sick. Yeah. And that's the idea is like they're you they're doing it for your protection. Right. They're yeah. wearing it to contain what they have. Um, but if everyone has to wear one, uh, just just on the off chance, because that's the thing is that like, let's say, you know, like uh, a lot. I see a lot of people breaking quarantine because they're like, well, I self quarantine for two weeks and I'm good. Like, no. So then you go out and it's like, well, every two weeks. Like, so it's like mm -hmm. you go out 
and then you got to wait for two weeks because you might have gotten it by that like at that right. time like so you don't know anything like you're just you're just saying random things so that you have a mental justification for going outside and like i appreciate like i listen i make my money we all make our money off of frivolities off of things mm-hmm. that don't matter we are not essential services oh, we make our money off of non-essential services i wish services. we were <laughs> I, listen for many people we are in terms of like mental respite but on the on the surface like we are not an essential service so i, I my, my sympathies go out to to the entertainment industry and to non-essential service services that are feeling the pinch but if i have to die for you to live <laughs> Eat it. I know yeah. I'm not going to. And that's how it is across the board, right? I mean, like, literally, you will protect yourself over all others or your children. If you have children, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm sorry, entertainment industry, but I just don't care enough about, like, another season of The Mandalorian <laughs> versus, like, Versus the, the, the stigma of Thanksgiving if I kill my dad because he has COPD. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, nah, I'm going to take a pass on that. Yeah. And like, the, the, and because that's the thing is that I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm seeing, like, I saw that like, there's an article like the other day about how the comic book industry is like, we're ready to reopen pretty soon. I'm like, no, you're not. Like, you're not ready. You, you may just do it anyway. But like, right. I mean, like, if you go to any back issue spin, they're covered in dust. Like, every comic mm-hmm. book store I've ever been to has some huge collection of dust on their back issues, especially if they have dollar comics or quarter bins. You know, whether you go through them or not doesn't mean that it's not there and isn't a problem. And that's, like, on, in good conditions. When you're leafing through them, you get, like, dust. And if you're having an allergy to dust or you have an issue with that, boom, you're, you're going to be affected. Right. Now imagine that you're going into a comic book store where people who may or may not be infected with this virus are leafing through all the books or just grabbing them, looking at them, putting them back on the shelf. I think you just you, made Dez stay home even more for digital. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand you're, you're, you're mostly digital. You know what? I'm going all get digital now. I'm not even going well, to. <laughs> and the fact is, like, uh, the, this does affect the digital market because, like, and we haven't talked about this ever, is the fact that, like, the digital market responds to the physical market right that uh and and you can't have your books like even it it's like for for the for the smaller percentage of people who only are digital and i uh, benny and i also buy a lot of digital books versus physical but i like having a lot of physical as well um so i don't go to my comic book store as frequently so it doesn't as affect me as much but the digital thing is okay why do I have to suffer? Like, why is it that no one, why can no one have comics just because the retail outlets can't have comics? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's an interesting conversation. I think that, it, and like, I have sympathy for the retail outlets and I know that like, they are the number one, like place people buy comics. Uh, real quick. Like, Sal, hold on. Uh, just real quick. Um, uh, the opinions of Sal are for him and him only. Uh, the rest of us do enjoy retail comics. So we like going to the stores. And, and <laughs> I, go to stores. I, I go to stores every week. I'm just saying that like an argument can be made for why we can't like for the discussion should be there about like, Hey, I think, I think, I, think uh, I probably have an answer to that. And I, I believe that the reason why both are put on hiatus, cause it's, it's almost like if, because if they continue to be released, if comics continue to get released in digital that are yeah. not getting printed out, it'll be like, why would people have a reason to buy the prints after people have gotten so far ahead with, exactly. with the digital yeah. copies? So it's like you're killing one market because of uh, by feeding only the other one. Yeah. So I, I can understand why they're trying to hold both as a balance, which for me, it, it 
in my mind, it gives it more of a sense of urgency to bring both back. So mm. the digital is is depending now on the prints right. to to continue to thrive and continue. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, I, I completely agree, and I understand the re- the rationale. I remember when comicsology came on the scene and retail outlets went, "We're done. We're toast. It's over." <laughs> like literally, like there the the prevailing argument from the retail outlets that I saw and from the collection of retail outlets that had backlash against comicsology and digital first books were, it, "It's over. If people have the option of not getting physicals, they won't take it. Goodbye." Like, and I'm like. And what's what's Calm what's down. amazing is how wrong they were, <laughs> right? Because you see, in every conversation that I have about this, and I've had like four online, like four videos in which we talked about this, in every comment section, it's a vast majority of people who, by the way, bafflingly will say, "If comics go digital only, I'm going to leave the comic book industry entirely." Which, by the way, I think is horseshit. Yeah. But I, <laughs> but I do, but I do believe that like that people are preferentially predisposed to physicals. And as we've seen from numbers in our previous episode of Absolute Comics, which is Absolute Watch, uh, Benny and I noticed from the collection of Comicron and another company uh, that digital is a, a drop in the bucket compared to the comic book market. Um, that episode won't go live right away because of the fact that it got canceled. So what he's talking about is we finally had a record of what was sold physical and digital. The industry as a whole makes about a billion dollars a year. That's it, one billion. To which I loved the response to Twitter. People were like, Betty, you said it's a small industry. Billion dollars small? I'm like, one Avengers movie beats right. that. Relatively <laughs> speaking. So, right. very that's one small. Venom movie. That's right. one Venom movie. Right. That is one Wonder Woman movie. That is a small industry, okay? Yeah. Um, and out of that, only 100,000 or 100 million was uh, digital. digital sales. You know what else now is I, digital? What? This, this portal that's going to open into the adverse. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's like, I don't want to find a weird spot to put it. Open a portal, yeah. Betty. I have to pee so call. bad. I will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Honey is a browser extension that allows you to find the best prices in seconds while shopping on Amazon. Hate trying to decide between different highly rated vendors? Or are you feeling misled by low prices but high shipping costs? Honey searches and calculates all prices, including shipping, helping you save as much money as possible. We use it ourselves when buying things for the office or for the set to make sure that we get the best deal. One of the best things about the extension is how easy it is to use and how much easier it makes shopping for frugal people like us here at Comic Comicstorian. Honey has over 100,000 five-star reviews on the Google Chrome store, so you know it's a good product. In fact, Time Magazine even said it's basically free money. So next time you go to shop on Amazon, be sure to use the Honey browser extension to find the best deal and add Honey today for free at joinhoney.com rnbe. That's joinhoney.com slash R-N-B-E to download the extension and start saving money by getting the best deals today. Dylan's back for peeing. Close the portal. Oh, did they, I guess I have to keep in the part where I say I had to pee real bad. Yeah, because I had a, I opened a second portal there. Well, fair enough. Oh, no. Um, so yeah, $100 million comes out of the digital sales uh, in general. I will say... I think their concern is if you start getting used to digital, you will abandon. Uh, I agree entirely. Because look, look at yeah. the, look at uh, the video. The movie market has stayed where people still want to buy Blu-rays and DVDs, right? 
But yeah. the video game market, thanks to Steam Store, PlayStation mm-hmm. Store, like I'm not uh, the only one who is just I'm all digital my gaming at this point. I'm, I am as well. Same. And right. I'll say I'll say like my Switch is of, preloaded. I yep. can like oh it's it's nine o'clock here. The Boom, only I'm on the only <laughs> physical Switch game I have is Ring Fit, and that's because there <laughs> isn't a digital version for well, it. Well, you can't. You right. must have something. I have um, yeah. physical copies of Final Fantasy VII Remake, only because Square Enix sent them to me. Yeah, wait. When they sent it over, I was like, thank you guys so much. Well, my digital one's what? downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a friend of mine just got his, too. You got the one with, like, the statue and everything? Oh, yeah, it's sitting over there at my PlayStation. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. I will say, uh, in, like, in relation to comics, like, speaking from personal experience, I, I basically started the shift over to digital a few years ago when I just didn't have room anymore for physical stuff. And... My my solution to that, because I I do still want to support brick and mortar stores, um, is I will I will buy all of my like current floppies on like Comixology, um, and then I'll I'll go to stores to buy books that I'm trade waiting in trade. So I kind of strike that balance, but right. I've I've got about ten books I'll still buy pay, uh, physical. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that go in the collection. Right. I get all the variants, that kind of like the Batman, Flash, Spider Man, that kind of thing. And I feel like that's like that's the 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 way that the industry could go. Um, there there is definitely there's a there's a a plan that could be set in place where it is the majority a digital thing, but there is a physical option, whether it be like collections or um, you know like per order prints, um, some yeah. situation to satisfy both people without like. And again, Sal, like you said, those people who are saying like I will never read. Uh, digital comments like no like oh no I, I wanted to comment on that real quick before yeah. we change over to because I also want to go over what books are coming out and see what you guys think about it okay because I know you read a lot of comics Des you read a lot of comics Dylan I want to get you guys opinions on these being the stories they chose to continue with for now uh, but I but the I will never read digital argument here's what I see happening to those people if you're a diehard comic fan and you want your writers and artists to keep their jobs and let's say physical shutdown it was oh it's decided it's over we're not doing it anymore, okay, in, in this world. And you have officially quit comics. I give those people no more than a year before they go, I wonder what's happening with Batman. Yep. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. They're gonna, exactly. They, they have these attachments to these characters that, like, they might be mad about the industry for a few months or a year or whatever. Right. Oh, they but, will be, because yeah. if you've been reading comics 20 years through floppy, That's not going to go away. Especially with comics. Well, like, how many people do you know who, like, are talking, you, you talk about, like, an issue from a run, and they're like, oh, when will this writer stop writing this mm-hmm. book? I hate it so much. And you're like, why don't you just stop buying the book? And they're like, well, well like half the people I... on Tom King. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> right. well, Did you or enjoy the... or not enjoy Tom King, Des? Well, yeah. loved it. Do you love his run? His Batman run? Fair enough. Thank well, you. Yeah. You're the only yes. other person who does. I like half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it up until the wedding. That's half the run. <laughs> that's, that's what I said. I liked half of it. <laughs> Less than half. But, uh, all right, it's you and me, man. Yeah, you're my new best comic book friend, all right? Like, Sal, go Absolutely. away. I'm replacing you. <laughs> Sal coerced me to his side, because I remember vehemently fighting with Sal over Twitter, like, no, it's yes. good. And then the it's wedding good. happened, and I was like, oh, no. Nope. Sal was right. <laughs> you see where it's going, you're like, oh, okay. Oh, and I know shit. that, yeah, yeah. Well, you'll get you'll get a you'll get a complete run with uh, the out of continuity Batman and Catwoman book that he's right. working on. Which, uh, for the record, uh, just two second caveat here. 
That makes no sense because she's still with him in the other book. Yeah, but like they won't. <laughs> but she up. won't be by the end. Right. Yeah, I guess. Shannon is totally doing something. No, but like, well, well, because they needed a baby in the Batman Catwoman run. Of course. And that is true. And, and, I, and yeah. it's, what's crazy is a couple things. Because one, as far as the Tom King run, like in my mind, like as far as what it did to Nightwing, and which also picked up over <laughs> Nightwing him. series, yeah. it's like Nightwing has just been spinning through this like limbo of changes. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, don't but you also, mean Rick? <laughs> yeah, right, Rick Grayson now, Rick. <laughs> But also on the other hand, like the whole thing with the uh, um with with uh with Batman and Catwoman and there needed to be a child, it's like I feel like that also points back to what's coming around or what was predicted in Doomsday Clock through Doctor Manhattan. So we'll we'll see how that pans out and what it weighs into. Yeah. I yeah. With them needing that, to yeah. find her eventually. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I, for, I, I, I kind of forgot everything that happened in Doomsday Clock except the ending because it took so long to come out and read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you recapped like, it like the span came out, of a like, week. Oh, yeah, we're still trying to fight. Okay. Well, like, oh, yeah, Doomsday Clock. That yeah. is the thing. <laughs> I'm still not, not sure where that lies in terms of continuity. It doesn't. I promise you none of it yeah. will be. It won't be. <laughs> in like a year, sure, but like right now, it's like, why is Wally West, Dr. Mitt, what's happening? Wait, are, are Superman's parents alive or not? <laughs> yeah, they are, by the okay, way. Okay, I'm not reading them in the book. No, they, well, not yet, but like they're in the book. Like, okay. They just, they just, and there'll be no story that explains no, it. No, of course like, not. Well, just, just, they're back now. Is Bendis And they always were back. Isn't that half of Bendis' run with them? Yeah. That's that's oh, by saying. the way, John's older now because I want two Superboys, <laughs> and Lois doesn't want to be married anymore, and, uh... So she has her own apartment, Check out the car cool. from the first issue ever! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool, You thanks. can tell we're big Superman fans right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good run. So anyway, yeah, no, that's what I feel with the digital people that are like, digital, no. I feel like the, if, you're a, if you're a Batman, a Superman, if you're a superhero fan... Yes, I could see you yeah. being upset and not being a part of it for a little while. No different than dropping a run for a couple of months. Exactly. But it, yep. You're going to jump back on eventually. So I'm it's not like that the, worried. Well, my point was like, they don't even drop the run. Like they're, they, they buy books they hate. <laughs> so yeah. like, you, you're telling me you're not going to just read what happens at Batman? I, Give me a break. I think the only thing we would lose in long term, I'm talking long, like we've, we've gone through the whole drop and then come back and... I think long term we would lose sales from collectors. I don't know how yeah, big the probably. direct collecting oh, market yeah, is. No, no, no. I know it's big. I just is it I'm sure it's a, million, I'm sure it's or a, is it five hundred million of the one billion? I'll bet it's like five hundred million. There's yeah. no way that people don't just buy comics and then read them and throw them away. <laughs> like they collect them. You, you don't yeah. I throw mine away. I buy two issues, one to go to the collection, one to throw away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I destroy them. Well that well that way it creates scarcity. Exactly. So they're, more, they're worth more. Way That's back when I started this whole thing. What was that, yeah. Des? <laughs> Oh, so this comic will self-destruct, Inspector Gadget. Yeah. <laughs> I, the worst thing I ever did on my channel, way back when we first started, does is I went ahead and uh, we did a series where we reviewed comics, and there was I was so mad that Green Arrow basically clickbaited with Batman on the cover. It is nothing more than a two-second phone call that I ripped it on camera. <laughs> and I got so much hate for ripping a comic in half. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. That reminds- but, you know, if you think about it, that happens That happens a lot within within comics, man. Like, you'll see something on the cover, 
and then you'll read the issue and it isn't something until like the last page oh that, yeah that it teases yeah. for the next issue yep. you know yeah. what i'm saying clickbait <laughs> you're not you're not wrong and that was most people's yeah. argument why would you rip that it happens all the time <laughs> you remember remember like during secret empire times when uh i forget which oh it was just it was uh steve rogers issue one when when he did the whole hail hydra thing there was like a flood of people tagging nick spencer of videos of them lighting their copy of steve rogers on fire yep. like, but you, you had to doing? buy it to do that you had to buy it to do that <laughs> exactly i wonder how many people bought two or three of them so they could burn one <laughs> Yep. But and I, I need to have Hell Hydra in my collection. They have a closet. Them. They have a secret passageway in their house with all Hell Hydra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually secret, really my favorite run. I love it so much. <laughs> oh. All right, so let's go. It's a secret. <laughs> let's start going yeah. to the end of today's podcast. We're going to look at what's coming out. I want to get everyone's opinions on what they – because they're obviously not putting out the full DC run. So yeah. these D- are the comics – Huh? DC kicked in the door and they were like, "Hey, we're back, baby. Here's the here's the lineup. What's coming?" <laughs> so it's I don't I, I don't think they've announced three weeks out right now from what I found on Polygon. Yeah, there may be more, but from what I'm seeing, they're not exceeding seven books a week. No, so it's just a couple, probably to see if it could get passed out or if it's just going to get mm-hmm. backlogged. Seven um, is a nice number to me. Like I like seven. Can Marvel I'll probably do that buy all too? of these? <laughs> no, I, right, I, I don't right. even I don't even recognize two of these names, and I'll buy them. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, so the first week I think is an interesting choice. The first, according to Polygon, and I couldn't find the original article. Let me, oh, let me see if I yeah. can find that real quick. DC Comics coming out. Yeah, if it's find- something like seven two, I think, like you said, that'll that'll be something to let people know it's a smaller number, and mm-hmm. they'll look into issues that they wouldn't usually read or right. buy. That'd yeah. be great. You can introduce audiences to new to new content. I mean, I Salad. I argue that like every week they should do something similar. My argument is the big book should be physical, and then if you want to test stuff, throw those out on digital so you don't stick. You know how many times I walk into a comic book store and the crap superhero has twenty issues on the wall, and (laughs) I know it's not selling. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, Uh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, there is a bigger list than what I found. Okay. So. Oh, no, it's multiple covers. Oh, oh. well, of course, we got to go with variants still. Right. That's what drives <laughs> it is the DC industry. after all. All right, so the 28th, we're going to get a reprint of 89. Now, you said 93 doesn't come out until June? Until Jul- until July or Okay, June? so what they're probably doing is just reprinting everything from the Punchline run. Uh, yeah. You know what Punchline is, right? Mm. Okay. Uh, so 89 is getting a reprint, and then Batman Giant 4, something called Daphne Byrne? With two covers. Yeah, it's a Hill House book. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Andy's reading those. I don't read those uh, traditionally, <laughs> so. Uh, Dreaming number 20, that's the uh, Neil Gaiman thing, right? Uh, the Dreaming is uh, Simon Spurrier, I believe. Okay. But it's it's the last issue of The Dreaming. Like, The Dreaming is ending. Oh, okay. And then Nightwing 70, second printing. Wait, did he 70? come back in that? Is, why do we have a second printing? Yep. He did come back? 70. I mean, well... <laughs> From, from what I remember, I don't remember the issue number, but I know towards the end there was, uh, well, Rick Grayson did face off with William Cobb, who wanted to bring him uh, to the Court of Owls, like around the time of Year of the Villain. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember so that. So he, he still has his consciousness. He's still with his, his new girlfriend. Uh, and But that, that run is over. I'm not sure if they're, they're reprinting just the end of that or just right after that. Maybe. But that's where, I, that's where I, that's the last issue I read. 
Okay, because I, I love Nightwing. I dropped I tried Rick Grayson, man. I couldn't even finish that first story. It was just <laughs> it, it it okay, dude. Rick Grayson is not Dick Grayson. In any no, way, shape, no. or form. He doesn't act he like want, him. He, he doesn't have the stuff. same connections. His whole behavior is different. That's the idea. That's why he's Rick. Right. <laughs> and that would have been fine if at the end of it we were, oh, this is what you were like. We're getting closer to that. No, no. It's a different superhero. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But like now that the guy who wanted that to happen is gone, he's going to go away. So you're good. Okay. I, I was hope. I was baffled when I read the, uh, the, the Alfred one shot when the whole family got together and were like, you know, scuffling around and, and Rick mm -hmm. Grayson shuffles in. I'm like, this is still happening? Right. Like, <laughs> it's it's going to be a really weird trade read for people when they're like, why is Dick being so weird? And it's like, is there a misprint? I, I'm I'm 10 to 1 that like, no, I'm 50-50 I'm odds that like for reprints, they're just going to change the Ricks to Dick <laughs> in other people's books. They might. What's what's crazy though is I remember during uh, like in Justice League, during like the Justice Doom War, yeah. The they they also mentioned Rick for like one short part. I forget where at, but it was like Rick's not gonna be able to make it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember like, that. Like, just change it. Just I change it. it. <laughs> of all the things to just keep in continuity, we need to make you know that Rick is the guy right now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just so you yeah. know. Remember that. Right. So yeah, it looks like on. we're getting three new issues, and we're getting two reprints on the twenty eighth. So not this Wednesday. Uh, I don't think it's next Wednesday, right? Uh, this Wednesday. So, oh, Tuesday, the, right? My bad. They're doing Tuesday, Tuesday now. Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So next thing, it's not this Tuesday. It's Tuesday next after Tuesday. next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's cool. I guess they're getting reprints, getting you back, and probably just to see. Uh, probably if no one buys those, the rest will suddenly disappear again. That's the thing. <laughs> like it, it's they're they're really taking a big risk by taking the Sandman book that wasn't selling and they canceled unceremoniously as last issue to come out during this time to test whether or not people are going to buy books. Um, but I, but I, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that at least because yeah, if no one goes, like if by coastally, we're all just like, nope, <laughs> then, uh, they're going to be like, okay, okay. All right. More like July. How about that? <laughs> all right. Batman's so, coming out guys. Come on. So May 5th, which is the, another Tuesday making this weird, mm -hmm. um, is the first, like apparently like new, new stuff that people are expecting. So we're going to get Batman and the Outsiders, two issues, uh, covers uh, A and B. Uh, which Batman and the Outsiders, if you're not reading, I think is great. But cool. it, I, I wish it would play into things. It just yeah. seems to be its own thing going on over there. Um, DC Superstars, which I have not been following at all. It's a facsimile book. It came out like a – like the real issue came out forever ago. Right, right. I don't know why they're reprinting that one, and I won't know until I see what's on the I cover. Don't know. It's from the 76. I'm looking it up real fast. Uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, and Flash 753 is coming out. Oh, yeah, they left That's it on the big, big fight with Godspeed. Yeah. That's right. Like, was isn't he about to have it, or he's teamed up with him or something like that? It's a cliffhanger. I know that. Mm -hmm. There's a book that I picked back up after leaving for a while, like a, a fan who who refuses to read digital. Like, I was tired of that <laughs> book, but 750 brought me back into it, so that's fun. Nice. Okay, and, and, and an odd thing, um, that issue... Apparently, Superstar Seventeen is the origin of the Huntress. Yeah, the the oh. maybe the daughter of uh, actually that would be the daughter of Catwoman and Batman. That's convenient. <laughs> is it, is is it that origin or the new one? Later? No, because the new one was post Crisis, I think. Okay, and that well, was seventy three. So they're definitely setting up yes. for whatever they're going to do with that. Um, yeah. 
So set Flash 753, I'm going to click that to see which one it is just to make sure. But Green Lantern Season 2, if you're like Grant Morrison, that's that's his run that people love. Yep. I have fallen off of that hard. Mm-hmm. Hawkman 23, I think, is a weird decision to keep going during this. That wasn't canceled, was it? <laughs> yeah, I No, had, it's still here. I had no idea there was a Hawkman book until like two weeks ago. And I, <laughs> I tweeted about it and I was like, there's a Hawkman book? Yeah. And everyone it's was like, really yeah, it's good great. too. <laughs> I was it's like, really okay, good. I will never read it. Yeah, it's Vendetti. really good. It's like it's Indiana Jones to be Hawkman. <laughs> Robert Vendetti fixed Hawkman's origin for that. That oh, is wow. that is a feat. <laughs> now I'm interested. It is. Yeah. It's a Herculean task. Yeah. I, right. I'm just curious if it's going to stay in continuity or if we're just going to be like, oh, that was a footnote. It's back to being bullshit. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's mess it up again. Back to being everywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, House of Whispers, which is a Hill House book. That's um, a, yeah, whatever the Sandman universe books were. And Joker Harley, Criminal Insanity, uh, four of nine. That's a nine issue series? That's a weird number for a, yeah. for a series. Which right. one is that one? Because they came out with like four Harley Quinn Joker themed books all at the same time. Yeah, I lost right. track of which is which. They're all in like premium <laughs> format too, for some reason. Yeah, which makes them all confusing because you're like, oh, it's the Black Label one. No, no, the no. other one. Yeah, this no, is no, the, the other, other one. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any of those sounds like you're excited for any of those? Dylan or Des? I know, I know mm. Sal doesn't give a shit about any of those books. <laughs> I will read Flash and I'm always teetering on dropping it again. But right. I'll read it. I'm still interested currently, but uh, yeah. nothing else. Like I've, I like Batman, so I'm curious about the Batman and the Outsiders book. But I don't really care about any of the other characters that are on that book. So the yeah. problem with Batman and the Outsiders is it's it's mostly Black Lightning and the Outsiders, but they mm. don't want to put his name on the book, so it'll sell. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you mean like that Aquaman and the Others book? And the exactly. others. Aquaman Why and would bugs. you call it that? It's like your least favorite superhero and other characters. Just I'm, Batman the way if you're not following Batman of the Outsiders, it's Black Lightning, Orphan. I gotta catch up on it, so I, I mean, if something drastic could But it's Black Lightning, it's Orphan, it's uh Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific. Yeah. What about the Terrifics? Right, that's still going. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, need to, I need to pick back up the Terrifics. I do. I need to catch that. <laughs> I'm looking for right now to see who the team is. Um, Orphans. But basically, cool. Batman overview oh, has oversight of the team, uh, but he's sure. not on the team. So he's no. like, uh, <laughs> like a manager. Yeah, yeah Batman the, does that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. he does. <laughs> in the well, Young Justice show, team. he does that. Like he created that team. That's his. It, like the Outsiders is a brand that Batman created. He's so. Yeah, he's doing brand control. Like he exactly he pops yeah, in a bit know. to make sure they're not like smearing his name, and then he steps back. He's like, "All right, y'all, y'all do what yeah, you do." Right. Uh, yeah, Listen, black we, light. Uh, black, oh, katana. That's the one I can't. Think oh, of. Listen, Katana's we do a weekly news show. Like every every week, we do new books. I'm gonna read all these books because yeah. it's only it's only That's, three it's, or. It's well, got I, I got it out. They do be like I'm forgetting. I mean, can you blame me? Duke. Duke was the other one. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's really So it's is. Black Lightning, Orphan, Katana, Duke, and then Batman shows up. But it's mostly right. the other four. Like and then Batman's like, I'm here, guys. Don't worry. Uh, what happened? Did I miss something? Yeah. <laughs> Did I miss something? Right. Uh, all right. So May 12th, uh, we got Harley Quinn 72, which that book has gone off the rails since Amanda Connor left it. Yeah. Uh, oh, she left it? I did not know that. 
like 30 issues ago. Okay. I mean, I don't read it, but that, she's, she's been part of that book forever. So yeah, it's, it's Sam Humphreys, I think. Okay. Yeah, it's been Sam Humphreys a little while. He's done some good work on it. That, there was a weird middle grabber. Sense, she though. went to Dark yeah. Side and became a, a fury, though. Incidentally, by the way, uh, this issue has teases Booster Gold, and uh, they're throwing away all the Tom King stuff with him. <laughs> that checks oh, out. Hard don't to believe. do that. I loved having my jokester broken. Yeah, wasn't that great? <laughs> Booster Gold, uh, murderer. And then Justice League 44, which is when they just dropped everything that was going on with the Doom War. Finally. Justice League Odyssey, Lois Lane number 10 of 12. Oh, I didn't know Lois Lane was limited. I mean, I, maybe it wasn't going to be. Sense. Uh, and Metal Men. What, I didn't. I heard that was starting. It's on issue six. Yeah, I've, I've heard rumblings of that. I want to read that. Incidentally, written by Dan DiDio, formerly of DC Comics. What? <laughs> Oh. Uh-oh. It was is supposed to come out in April 1st. Is that not going to finish? I doubt it. Well, no. No, it won't. <laughs> There's no. no way. Yeah. He's not going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely just be a writer for DC. That's not going to happen. He's not going to no. turn into Jeff Johns. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'll get, you'll get like, DiDio <laughs> books, and he'll create his no. own label, and you'll hire him to write your books. Nope. <laughs> He'll go work what do you on think Spawn about those books? Something. The Justice League books, the Harley Quinn book. What do you think? Does he get to read any of that one? Uh, I'll definitely check out. You said a uh, Justice League Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely, I'll definitely keep uh, continuing with that. I've been keeping up with that so far. Um, I, I want to get back onto it. I heard they turned Jessica Cruz into like Omega Lantern beyond like overpowered. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I'm right. I'm, I'm right before that. I'm right okay, before that because right. it's she. Because it turned out with the whole thing with the ghost sector, like, she was the only one who Darkseid uh, didn't lure there. So, like, she wasn't supposed to be there. Hmm. And it kind of flipped on its head to where uh, Darkseid is using everyone else who he lured out there. And Jessica Cruz is the only one who can kind of stop what's going on. Okay. That's cool. All right. Yeah, because my brother was reading it. And he's been all about it. So it was uh, one of my uh, other co-hosts, my producer, Dan. He's been reading it. They keep telling me to get back onto it. But I fell off early on. I think uh, pretty early on. It was like issue six or seven. But when Azriel discovered that there was another Azriel that was in his original costume. And I'm like, oh, this is getting. So now we have Space Batman versus original version of Azriel. And they had a whole church. Gosh. The whole church of Azriel out there. It was yeah, great. that's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Azrael. I don't like Azrael as space Batman. I was like, I don't, uh, he's just, he just, just, just brought Batman out there. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was cool though, because like when the when the congregation uh, found out that Azrael wasn't trying to to be the Azrael they had hoped him to be, like the whole church just jumped him. So. It was cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So these all sound to me like nice testers. Yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. That that last week seems more like like a like a regular week that's just cut down in numbers because the, the, yeah. the first two there was like one or two big books but there's a couple justice leagues and you said harley quinn as well yeah and that then the May lois 12th, lane so lois lane <laughs> um so that i feel like if that's like the the standard going forward for at least a little bit or for like the future the foreseeable future yeah um I'm fine with that. Like that seems like a, a nice amount of books, and I like. I don't read that much DC, but maybe because there's not so much out there, I'll I'll try some new stuff. That's um, the thing, and th this could be the the big thing that like ushers in like a better time for comics, where it's like, hey, DC had four books this week. 
maybe you'll read two of them. Yeah. Like, that's not bad. <laughs> and, yeah. well, but, like, and then, hey, like, next week, or the next day, Image comes out. Like, maybe you'll pick up one or two because it's there and because there's nothing new right now. Like, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. Could be cool. That's true. I'm curious about, uh, a little bit about the, the, the Tuesday release thing. Do you think, yeah. and, um, maybe even just, like, personally speaking, because if, if, Let's let's say Marvel Marvel releases books on Monday. DC continues to release on Tuesday, and everyone else on Wednesday, or they pick a Monday or a Tuesday. Do you think people are going to continue to just go to Wednesday to get everything in one <laughs> fell swoop, or no. they're gonna keep they're gonna go each day? You they're think? gonna go every day. That's crazy to I, me. <laughs> I think so because like based on how crowded it is on Wednesday, yeah, in the morning, the it, the reason they're there Wednesday morning is so they could get them as soon as humanly possible. Right. It's the re like, you know, those midnight releases, like why yeah. anyone shows up to those is so they can get them first. Mm -hmm. If you put, if you tell people like, Hey, books are going to come out. Like, Hey, you could get the books will be there on Wednesday or you can get them tomorrow. Like, I mean, the couple of times, like the wedding, they had the early releases of the, I mean, comp video games have done that forever. I don't know yep, why yeah. comics have like been so iffy on it. Yeah. Um, before I move into my final topic, which is talking about what you do dope. Uh, I'm gonna call you dope for now, just for branding purposes. <laughs> dope spill, uh, so, but yeah. <laughs> but I just want you guys to know, as we're having this discussion, Fud Rockers is trending in the United States. Oh hell yeah! I clicked wow. it to see why oh, Fud no. Rockers. For those of you guys who don't know, is a burger joint. Yeah, we got um, one right around the corner. It's a pretty good. Yeah. Because uh, apparently Wisconsin, from what I'm reading here, is having their protest of reopening up everything. With the slogan, open front runners. <laughs> I don't know what part of that I missed. I thought the out of context note would be the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> They're just big fans of fun ruckers down there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Let them be who they want to be. Yeah. I'm looking at it now. That is crazy. Yep, yeah, see what it, people. Yeah, there's a lot of people fighting for fun ruckers. Did they come out and be like, yo, if you don't reopen Wisconsin, we're closing. And that started this? Yeah. I think half of those people just want to go outside. Yeah, yeah that's fair. No, <laughs> that. I'm, I'm standing up for my right to die for Fuddruckers. Right. I want a greasy burger and endless fries. I mean, they are good burgers. I'll give them yeah. that. But I get the ostrich burger when I'm at Fuddruckers. Ooh, I didn't burger? know they had that. Well, they have them in my area because there's an ostrich farm around the corner. So, oh, okay. Ah. They I was like, you can get normal. Special, you can get a buffalo burger. I'll bet. You know? I'll, yeah. I'll ask down here. They'll probably look at me crazy. They probably will. But, <laughs> but they're good, by the way. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they so like I think today's been a fun episode. We're going to start winding it down. We don't have much more information. Just as you can tell, comics are changing. Like I said a week ago. Right. Go mm -hmm. figure. Benny was right. Wait, wait. Do I get to tell the entire internet? I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> nope. They're dead. They're dead. Comics oh, are dead. No. no more comics. Oh. Yep. Um, but... Our two guests are great. You guys are awesome. You've been a great part of this discussion. Des, your channel is Dope Spill Comics. Do you want to do a little pitch? Tell people what you do for the people who have made it to the end of the podcast. Okay. Uh, well, I'm yes, I'm Des from Dope Spill Comics, and I pretty much just talk about everything comics. I go through a number of different events and uh, just kind of clear up things that people either may have questions about or connections from one issue to the next and dig a little bit deeper into uh, the characters or perhaps things that you may have missed reading the comics yourself. Um, uh, my channel is very story driven. Uh, I like to reference a lot of things to certain stories or events, but uh, really 
get into some of the things that are kind of in between the lines that sometimes we miss the first time around reading comics and kind of just uh, put a put a microscope on that and just kind of dig deeper into the story itself. But very story driven. Nice. Yep. Your channel comes up recommended to me all the time. I'm not going to lie. Some of my ideas have come out of what I've seen on your channel. Oh, that's a cool idea. Oh, it got so many views. (laughs) What can I do? (laughs) I appreciate it. You've got great thumbnails, too. They're very eye-catching. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dylan, I mean, you're pseudo-regular here. Why don't you tell them what you do, though, in case you ever make a video again? I just (laughs) released one, like, two days ago. (laughs) I know, and you only did that because we cut down on the workload over on my end. (laughs) Well, it was also because I I wanted something to promote. (laughs) 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 I know what I'm doing here. Um, Yeah, I'm Dylan. I run the channel Orem's Corner. Um, I do, like, 50% comic book stuff, 50% like microphone reviews and whatever the hell else I think of to make. Um, I just released a video, like I mentioned, uh, going over the history um, and continuity ongoings of Thor's arm or arms. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a fun I've video. I had a, I had a fun time with it. Um, I also uh, on this channel, comic storian do the what if show, which, which, you might like if you are a comic story and fan because it's similar to the complete story. We take a look at uh, what if and Elseworlds books from Marvel and DC, and I try to throw in some commentary and little fun tidbits in there to m- keep it interesting and also make it more distinct from from Benny's stuff, <laughs> so that I'm not yeah, just no, carbon it's, copying. It's, it, it gives me a break, guys, and I appreciate you guys all going to it and, sa- and enjoying his work. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Dad? No. <laughs> okay. And Sal says, this is technically a comics experiment, and you're not technically a regular guest on this. Yeah. Hi, I'm Sal. I'm from the YouTube like, channel Comic Book. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I loved your reaction to, I would love a plug, Benny. That's basically what I heard. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Why not? Don't forget me. <laughs> but no, uh, hello. Welcome to, the, welcome to this great show. I'm, I'm Sal. Uh, I uh, run a YouTube channel called Comic Pop. Uh, it's me and uh, my friends. We talk about comics. Uh that's it we just talk about comics in some form or another i think you're really gonna enjoy it if you look if, if you if you think comics are kind of funny if you like long form discussion and like yeah. comedic sometimes comedic takes on right. comics and you're like bored in quarantine right now yeah comic pop is a great thing to throw on in the background yeah, thank you if yeah, you, you like this style of comic of show where it's like right. an hour yeah. long discussion and fun that's why these are the best ones for promotion for yeah, you. I will and don't forget, Sal and I also do our Tuesday show on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash comicstorian, where we do shows on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and we do Absolute Comics, which is what these topical stuff normally ends up on. While Comics Experiment, we do more fun kind of spitballs and discussions. That one's more topical stuff, and that is on our other channel, the Absolute Comics channel, where right now it's the only show going up because we can't... We'll finally have comics to review! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't think comics All right. have actually uh, Don't forget, today's about... sponsor is Honey, and you can go to joinhoney.com slash RNBE, and I'm sure we told you about a little bit about it in the middle during uh, Dylan's bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> I drank too much water. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Des. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Sal, uh, for doing this last-second impromptu comics experiment. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you next week right here with a more proper episode with the appropriate hosts. That made us sound wrong. You know what I mean. (laughs) The better hosts.